He began to write about the things he saw. The Revelator's name was John. Yes, it was God. John the Revelator. He saw Jerusalem coming down. Talk about John. It's what it seemed to be Just like many waters The great trumpet sound He said, I am the first and last And the revelator wrote it down I'm talking about John the Revelator He saw Jerusalem coming down Let's all stand and let's go ahead and get started and let's ask our men to come and gather around the altar and let's take this service to the Lord. Tonight we observe the Lord's Supper and to me this is always a special, special service, a very special thing that is to be observed by the church. One of the things commanded in the Word of God, we are commanded in the Word of God to do and so I hope tonight that you'll just let the Lord remind you of what he's done for you. Let's pray. Father, we come tonight. We do thank you for all the wonderful things you've done for us and what you're going to do for us in the future. But fathers, we come tonight, we ask you now to take this service and just help us to be mindful of the cost that was involved in our salvation. All the blessings that we have, all the blessings that we will enjoy. Help us tonight to be mindful of why we enjoy them. We thank you, Lord, that you became sin for us, you that knew no sin, but you became sin that we might be made righteous in you. So we thank you for that. Touch this service. Be Lord of it in Jesus' name. Amen.
Let's sing the little chorus. He is Lord, He is Lord, He is risen from the dead, and He is Lord. He is Lord, He is Lord, He has risen from the dead, and He is Lord, every nation. Welcome each other this evening by shaking hands. Take a hymn book, if you will, and turn over to page 463. Page 463, one of my favorite gospel songs. When the roll is called up yonder, I'll be there. Page 463. Let's sing all three verses. When the trumpet of the Lord shall sound, in time shall be no more, and the morning breaks eternal bright and fair. When the saint of earth shall gather over on the other shore, and the 
Shall gather to their home beyond the sky, and the roll is called up yonder. I'll be there. seated. Appreciate Kim and Joe filling in. Janet's gone this week and Kim has laughed so much he can't hardly talk. So he's having to get <laughs> Joe to fill in the congregation music. Let's have the Awana leaders come and present our awards tonight to our Awana children. We're the pals. We're the third and fourth grade young men and tonight uh, first of all I want to honor Zachary Seals. He is getting a silver arrowhead for completing a activity on health and environment. This included exercising for 30 minutes three times a week and also keeping track of what he ate. So congratulations. Amen. Now I'd like to honor Brendan Morrow. First he gets a silver arrowhead for completing his missions activity. That including, included bringing two new boys to club and uh, actually he brought more than that and also completing a missionary notebook. He also receives a gold arrowhead for completing Bible drill number four. This included memorizing and reciting 16 Bible verses and answering questions on the crucifixion and the resurrection. And finally, I wanted to let everybody know that Brendan is the uh, first clubber this year to complete a handbook from cover to cover. So congratulations. I'm Mark Corbin. I'm with the Pioneers. And we got two guys getting awards. I got a whole bunch of awards to give out. I'm just going to run down the list here so that at least they can get recognition for them. But most of them don't make it to church. And uh, see, Daniel Groves, you're here. Jonathan Griffith, he's getting two gold stars. Samuel Hensley, you're here. Kenny Arbuckle is doing really awesome in our in our group right now. He's got uh, two bronze stars, four silver stars, and four gold stars. He's really been turning it on. In fact, Kenny is the only guy so far in our club this year who's finished his book. Um, Derek, Derek Smith, uh, he's doing two gold stars, one bronze star, and one silver star. And for the guys that are here, Daniel Groves gets his silver star for an activity that he did in our club. And there's your silver star. Hey. All right. And Samuel Henley is, Samuel is getting three of them. Actually, four. Three, if I can add. He gets a silver star and a gold star. And he 
another Silver Star for another activity. So he's done two activities, and he's almost complete with his book. And with all the points he got, he is also our Clever of the Month. And I lost, between the car and my house, I lost the ribbon. <laughs> with the guards, fifth and sixth grade girls, and I have several clubbers receiving awards. Uh, Courtney Seals is receiving her silver activity, and she has one activity left, and she'll complete her handbook. Uh, also, these three girls are receiving attendance awards for not missing more than three club nights. Reagan Smith, Courtney Seals, Sarah Sherwood. Good job.
Let's stand while the choir's coming down. Let's sing Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound. Boy, that's a pretty song we just sang. Everybody together now. Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I am found. Was blind, but now I see. When we've been there ten thousand years, I'm a little bit hard of hearing, but I can't hear anybody singing out there. I know we've got a little more victory than that. Last verse, one more time. When we've been there ten thousand years, bright shining as the sun, we've no less days to sing God's praise. just began to live I've just began to live I've just began to live when God's amazing grace came in I just began to live old things have passed away I found a brighter day my name's recorded up above I just began to live that's some good singing now thank you very much you may be seated before we re uh, we observe the Lord's Supper tonight. We'll ask the ushers to come forward to receive our offering. And let me just make mention that after the service tonight, the junior high department's having a fundraiser in the Family Life Center, and they have taco salad and the uh, quartet that sung this morning. They're going to be singing, and so there's an announcement in your bulletin there, and this is help raising funds for their summer trip for the junior high department. Let's pray, and you give, and then right after that, we'll begin to observe the Lord's Supper. Father, thank you now for the joy we've been able to give to you. Be honored through our giving in Jesus' name. Amen.
Yeah, that's great. What a blessing. As you know, we often, we do our Lord's Supper a little different than uh, many Baptist churches do. And, and uh, I don't think you can observe the Lord's Supper too much. I think what happens is it's, it's a very neglected matter, especially in Baptist churches. Uh, there are other faiths and denominations that observe it weekly, and there's nothing wrong with that. But what we've tried to do over the past several years is every fifth Sunday night, we set that night aside to observe the Lord's Supper. And I do it a little different, as you know, and I always explain why I do this. is because I grew up, after I got saved when I was 16 and whatever, uh, I doubt the churches that I grew up in and participated in, I doubt that they observed the Lord's Supper three or four times all those years. It just wasn't something that was done. I think that is a tragedy. I think that is a violation of the Word of God. And not only that, churches, what they often do is they kind of tag it. it. It's like a little tag to the service. Like we go through our service and then at the very end, and we're going to have the Lord's Supper and then serve it and whatever. And it's not done in a meaningful way. And there's no emphasis placed upon it and whatever. It is my conviction. We do it the way that we do because it is my conviction that the observing of the Lord's Supper should be a very, very meaningful time. It should be a time that you stop and you reflect and uh, you be mindful and reminded of uh, your salvation, what it cost the Lord Jesus to pay for your salvation. So that's why we do it the way that we do it here and we'll continue to do so because I think it's a very, very meaningful time. I want us all to stand, and uh, Larry's going to, we're going to show some things on the screen tonight, some congregational songs that we're going to be using throughout the service here tonight as Larry gets the screen ready. I want you to stand, and the men are going to come forward, and they're going to begin to uh, prepare the table for the serving of the Lord's Supper. And I want us to begin tonight by singing uh, William Cooper's great hymn, There is a Fountain Filled with Blood drawn from Emmanuel's veins. And what a great song this is, and what a wonderful truth it is to remind us of why we're here and what we're doing through the observing of the Lord's Supper. Joe, you come and lead us in the first and second stanza. The words will be on the screen. You sing it tonight. There is a fountain
was humbly led away to suffer that dark day. His name is Jesus. Jesus, from the Father's own right hand. Jesus, Son of God and Son of Man. As I said, the Lord's Supper is a time of celebration. It is a time of contemplation, but it's also a time of examination. The Bible said, but let a man, 1 Corinthians 11, in reference to the observing of the Lord's Supper, but let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. And the reason we are to examine ourselves. Scripture said, For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, 
not discerning the Lord's body. See, when you come to this moment of taking the Lord's Supper, it should never be done so lightly. It should be done so with great seriousness because of what it represents. It represents Jesus Christ dying for our sins and what the price that he paid, God becoming flesh and becoming one of us and dying for us. That's what all these things represent tonight. And for that reason, God looks upon it very serious when it comes to the taking of the Lord's Supper. So this will be a time of examination, searching our hearts. Is there anything in our life that is not right? Is there any sin that is unconfessed? And we're to look in our hearts and search our hearts before we take of the elements that we call the Lord's Supper. So I want us to have another special, and while the song is given to us tonight, I want you just to think, and I want you to examine your heart, and I want you to think about what this means to you tonight as a believer.
One of the most fundamental doctrines to our faith is the virgin birth of Jesus Christ. It is fundamental to our faith because the birth of Christ signified that God was becoming a man, the God-man. He was fully God. He was fully man. But he became a man to be representative of us. Now, the virgin birth was absolutely critical to God becoming a man because if he had been born by any other means, had an earthly father and an earthly mother, then he would have inherited the sinful nature of his earthly father. But he had an earthly mother, but he had a heavenly father. The virgin birth is critical because God became flesh. And he had to be born of a virgin so that he would not have a sinful nature because a sin well, they began to investigate Tommy's life. He was guilty of the same thing that I was guilty of. He could not take my place because he, he would have to pay for his own crime just like I would have to pay for my crime. But God became flesh, born of a virgin, the sinless one. Thus, he could take our place and become our Savior. That's what the bread represents tonight, is the body. I want the men to come, and we'll serve the bread tonight.
The scripture said, For the law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the comers thereunto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered, because that the worshipers once purged should have no more conscious of sins. But in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not possible the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sins. Wherefore he cometh into the world, he saith, Sacrifice and offering thou wouldest not, but a body hast thou prepared me. And the scripture said, And when he had given thanks, he brake it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you, this do in remembrance of me. We'll ask the men to come and we'll serve the wine.
thought about when they were singing at the cross at the cross where the burden of my heart rolled away my mind went back to that Sunday morning when I knelt at the cross and he lifted that burden of sin I thank him for it the scripture said for as much as you know you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation received by a tradition from your fathers but with the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. And after the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. I want you to stand. 
And I want us to close tonight with what I consider to be one of the greatest hymns that's ever been written. I love all kinds of music. I love peppy music. I love fast music, slow music, courses. I love music, and I love all kinds. But the hymns, I, I appreciate them. They're the type of music that I also study. I, I just think some of the old hymns written by some of our forefathers are worthy of our study and not just remembering and whatever. Uh, two of the greatest songs, two of my favorite songs, of course, is Robert Robinson's Come Thou Fount. What a tremendous song that is. And this one, written by Isaac Watts, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross. The words are on the screen. I want us to sing this. This is... I read somewhere, someone said, this is the most perfect song that has ever been written, perfect in every way. And I would agree. This song expresses wonderful, wonderful truths, truths that we celebrate tonight. Let's sing the first and the fourth stanza. The words will be on the screen. When I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died. Let's sing this. Think about what you sing as you sing. true. Amen. Let me just say a word in closing. Be sure to shake hands with our visitors. It's been a joy today to have some of the Barry's family with us, and they've been with us both services, and we're glad to have them back and have them with us and the others that are visiting. Uh, be sure to speak to them, and let's be praying now and spreading the word. Don't forget Mother's Day. That's always a special day. The Wisness will be with us Sunday morning and Sunday night, and they'll be singing in the Sunday morning service, and then they all, we always give them Sunday night. Just enjoy good singing by the witness. That's Mother's Day. And then be praying about your uh, special gift. Have a picture in the back there. It just uh, kind of gives you an idea. It doesn't really do it justice, what's going to be done. But it gives you an idea 
of uh, what the difference would be out front. And, and it's a small picture. Someone said, well, it's not very big. It's a lot bigger than it looks. That's, that's a 10, or, uh, 10 by 16, I think it is. This out here would be an 80 by 14 or something like that. And it'll go all the way up to that glass window. And it just, it's, it's going to be a very nice thing. But uh, I want you to pray about that. That's coming up in just a few weeks. And, and uh, my preaching on giving's coming up. That's my favorite time of the year. Amen. Amen. You just took the Lord's Supper now. Don't lie on me. Amen. It's been great. Been a good day. Fellowship as you leave. Remember the Lord Jesus Christ and His sacrifice for you. You're dismissed. Thank you.